See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Yeah, I just let, I just let loose a cloud of hatred and cursing that won't be duplicated on air. Yeah, about your great love for... Because uh, this is a uh, family-friendly program. It is. It's family-friendly and... Uh, it's a program. And it's a program. Yeah. yeah. Those, those are the and three... we've been programmed to <laughs> entertain you Those all. are the three, let me entertain you. Wait, what's that... What, let me entertain you. Yeah, that was that song, that stripper song. Let me entertain you. Yeah. Let me do something else to you. Uh, drink champagne in a yeah. room or something. I don't know. Uh, well, we're a minute in, and no one, there are people are like, who are these guys? What, what is I this thing? I think they know who we are. What are stuff? But do we know who we are? <laughs> Does anyone really know who anyone and, is? And we'll find out more about that in our today's movie about the search for inner. And we'll, knowing. We'll f- we'll find out more about that on our on our quest to for me to suppress the hatred and rage I have for all technology. Good luck. Yes, good I luck. I think it's with beer, isn't it? That's how I suppress it. But <laughs> then if something sets me off, then it doubly it's like yeah. a it's a it's a double edged sword because then like if I if I'm blackout drunk and then something enrages me, then it's like Hulk oh, power. Oh my god! It's like Hulk smash, and then I wake up and the I'm like, wow, why is my computer tore in half? What? Yeah, what's that hole in the wall? <laughs> why is my house like half burned? <laughs> anyway, who are we? This is Slow Robot a Go Go, Big Show number ninety six. We are edging ever closer to the century mark. Yes, it might be right around Christmas. It might be. It yeah. might be a, a show 100 Christmas versus the Easter Bunny or whatever. Oh, so, oh yeah, that spectacular. movie. That, we got to watch that oh movie for God. for Christmas. You know which might, one? And that might clock us in right at 100. Yeah, that you know, you know, so and so meets the Easter Bunny or whatever. Yeah, yeah that wow. might be a Christmas movie. Oof, that's a lot of pain. It is anyway, a lot of pain. so Christmas is a lot of pain too. <laughs> so, so is episode 100. Yeah. All right, this is slower with a go go. Big Show number 96, we're dedicated to talking about misbegotten, forgotten, sometimes funkified, sometimes zen philosophied up yeah. movies from the days of yore. And yes, my, name is Ma- my name is Mao. Uh, you can uh, find us on Stitcher, iTunes, blah, blah, blah thing and stuff. And you can go to, you can go to, yeah, Slice. You can go to slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That's where you're going to get all the inside scoop of uh, funny stuff I post. Or you can go to bunchofdorks.com, and there's three buttons there. Top one is Slow Robot A Go-Go. Bottom one is Bunch of Dorks, which is a old podcast that I've kind of reinvigorated. Different format. It's just me talking about whatever. And there's a button in the middle, which we will get to later. Later. Oh, remember, we're also going to be soon on Ham Radio. Yes. And Radio Free Europe. I wish I, I wish I was on Radio Free Europe. Yeah. I don't even know how to do that, but I want to now. Yeah, we're going to be broadcasting to all the con- oppressed countries to like, and, you know, relieve them from all their. Yeah, you know, I was going to do the ham radio thing and and play Slow Robot Go Go on ham radio, which I still, I, it's not out of my head, but you have to like apply for licenses, otherwise you get in trouble. <laughs> and I'm like, well. And when 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 the government was shut down, I'm like, well, no one's gonna catch me because there's no one around anymore. Yeah. But but then I was like, I don't know, man. I better better I better apply for a license. I don't yeah, know. A license to ham. A license to ham. 
It's smoked or Virginia style. That's yeah. a, they ask you that, and I'm like, eh, honey ham, I guess. And they'd be yeah, like, honey glazed. They're yeah. like, you're not that sweet. And I'm like, you're right. Uh, anyway, we digress. Slow ham a go go. All right. Yeah. So, and then I wonder what that. So you can check us out on Bunch of Dorks. Check me out on that. Uh, there's also a Facebook group for this uh, show, and that's a click thing on stuff. And now, what have you done? Who is with me here? What have you done lately? Uh, Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. What have I done? I've done a lot of things, but nothing that I can talk about. We'll just <laughs> leave it there. We keep all of our felonies off there. Yeah, and our non-felonies, too. But anyway, yeah, I'm also on that middle button there, the mystery button, ah. at, the, at, the, at the hub of the entertainment universe. Yeah, the, the the hub of entertainment in all known men at bunchofdorks.com. That's right, B-O-D. So let's see, right now, you, you're covered. You're, if you like movies, bang, first button. If you like listening to somebody talk about dumb shit and play music, bam, third button. What's the middle button, I wonder? If you like the comic books and comic book related stuff and all that good stuff. And who doesn't? To, and who doesn't? No, I think it's 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 back then it was a nerd thing. Now it's like everybody's into comics. Yeah. There's all these big budget movies that they have See? now. So it's mainstream now. If, they, if you listen to Slow Robot or uh, if you listen two to Two Dimension podcast, then you're gonna you'll have a leg up on knowing about all these crazy movies that they just crank out. And comic out. books. And not only that, but you're going to be cool, so yeah. you might want to listen. So put the baseball card in your spokes yes. and crank up the crank up the radio. Crank up the radio and listen to... Uh, ham radio stuff. <laughs> yeah, ham radio. And listen to all of us, because we have lots to say. Yeah. and We do have lots to say, but we, we don't do. say very much. That's no, the, no, and a lot of anger. <laughs> Me especially. I gotta do something about that. I should start meditating or something. Well, you know that Zen movie we watched. You know that might be like a start. That might have been just kind of like a cryptic message that you need to. Uh, yeah, you never know. You know, do something like go on a quest for, uh, you know, your uh, spiritual fulfillment or something like that. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, that's you with no beer. Yeah. <laughs> that's that. That's the kicker. Yeah. You know. All right. So moving on. Um. What have you watched this week? What What do you got going on? Oh boy, you asked. You had to ask that question. Did you, you watch a lot? A little? No, but I watched one thing that was definitely like a pretty messed up movie. And I, <laughs> nice. And I, it was so messed up that I actually wrote a uh, a, a post on it on my uh, Destination Nightmare blog, which is also a comic book thing that I do on the side. There, you can Google that and find it. Okay, well. This is a movie that I watched a little bit of before, and I hadn't gotten around to it, but the other day I was like, well, let me see if I can find it, you know, on one of these Roku channels, and uh -huh. I did, and I had the movie on DVD, so I should have watched it there, but at any rate, I watched it on a Roku, Roku. it's called Scream Bloody Murder. Hmm. Now, this is like a 70s, you know, trippy, kind of, you know, cheap, cheesy 70s thing, but this is like a totally whoever wrote this movie and directed it or whatever. Did a lot of like, acid. He got issues. Oh, okay. he's got mommy issues. Let's oh, put it that way. <laughs> I know. Okay. I, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this movie starts out with this guy. He's working on a tractor, and um, that's all good movies do. That's all good movies do. And all of a sudden, this little kid's there in the field, and he runs on the tractor, and you're going, "Oh, that's cute." And then Junior proceeds to run over Dad and kill him. <laughs> And then, like, Junior tries to get off the tractor, but he can't. And he falls, and he gets his hand caught under the tractor, and he loses his hand. And you're going, like, oh, that's kind of rough, you know. Yeah. And then you cut to, I don't know how many years later, 15 or whatever, and he's getting out of a mental hospital, and he's got a mm. claw on his hand. And 
obviously you know something. Not not anything. Nothing good's gonna be coming out of this movie since it's Boy. a seventies seventies horror. amputee claws. Oh yeah. Back then that was a that was creepy. They so, weren't. Yeah. They were they they looked bad. Well, it looked like yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah that one yeah, yeah that thing yeah. So anyway, he he ends up coming back home unexpectedly, and he finds that mom's remarried. Well, he doesn't particularly enjoy take that too nicely. So he tries to get you know uh, bond with dad, but it doesn't work out. So he kills dad, and um, uh, mom sees this and he grabs her and throws her, and he kind of kills her too. Mm. So now you got like the body, and this is all within the first five minutes. <laughs> so like, we're five minutes in, and we have a body count of three. Yeah, this so, is gonna go nothing but up. So then dude gets on, takes off, leaves town, and gets picked up by these two honeymooners and you know they're like oh well this is since it's the 70s it was safe to hitchhike so they pick him up you know and he gets in the car with them and they go oh let's we're tired let's stop here so they stop at a lake or whatever to t- relax and then all of a sudden like the, the kids start seeing like visions of his dead mom and dad like in his face and he goes nuts and of course he kills the other newlywed couple of course and then you know he takes off in their car and he starts seeing and these visions are pretty creepy because they come out of nowhere and it's like these weird camera like angles or whatever and it's like kind of like the image shifts so it comes out of nowhere and it kind of shocked me a little bit at first because i wasn't expecting it and you know he's like seeing crap and then he he ends up in some other town and he hooks up not hooks up in that sense he meets a woman who's like an artist but she's also like a hooker she's like <laughs> a 70s chick you know she's right, making right. her money because free love and whatever yep free love have and some w- beads here's some lsd let's go have and sex of course for money he starts you know. calling her his mom's name daisy <sighs> and it just gets a, it just gets creepier and creepier <laughs> after that you know i mean basically dude's like got some mommy issues and he's got some killing issues and um it would be funny if when he saw those visions if like the mom and dad were holding his hand too it ends let's put it this way i don't know how they got around but i guess it must have ends up like in a church and i didn't know they allowed horror movies to be filmed inside churches or whatever Wow. so it's kind of like the ending's kind of bizarre too the whole movie's like totally bizarre so it was definitely effective in my eyes and it's on youtube so if you want to see a freaky 70s cheapo horror movie scream bloody murder i mean don't expect (laughs) don't expect a lot from it's cheap and you know they they do kill all sorts of things not just humans so (laughs) you know in this movie Uh, but it's not it's gory but it's more implied gore right you don't see you don't see you see blood but it's just the idea of what's going on that's kind of, eh, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it is kind of stupid in a way. There's a, he, he, he he hijacks his house and, he's, and he kills this maid. And then, like, there's an old woman who lives there. And then, like, the old woman comes on from she behind. She shoe. No. That'd be kind of cool. No, but, but this old woman starts attacking the hook boy with two golf clubs. So that was kind of funny. And he ends <laughs> up getting her. But, but then he kills the doggy. So that's kind of sad, too. So it's it's definitely like a messed up movie. The only thing those hooks were good for in the 70s was holding a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And, you know, he didn't really kill that many people with his hook. He did, like, a lot, some axes and some, like, you know, uh, pillow strangling or whatever. I'm assuming it's the same as, like, the kung fu hooks where... 
yeah, you yes, can, it is. Yeah. It, it's like another foot long. It's like yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, hook yeah, is yeah. like obviously just it's like, like Captain Bly or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but I mean like the hand is obviously still there because it's yeah, another. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can see like, the hand underneath. You can see that the sleeve's a little too long. <laughs> exactly, it's like and a the foot longer. And the other funny thing about it is the kid went to a mental <laughs> hospital and, you know, he was a little young blonde kid. And then it's like, okay, I don't know how many years later he comes out and he looks like a 30-year-old guy with dark hair, but... <laughs> and it's one of those movies where you're never going to know any of the actors because they only did one or two movies. I mean, one guy did a few movies, and the and one of the guys that plays the doctor was the was the big man in Phantasm, you know, the evil guy in mm, Phantasm. So mm. he has a bit part. And the other creepy thing is, which I didn't realize till after I read about this movie, because I guess she couldn't she she changed her looks with the wig and makeup, but the lady who plays his mom is the same lady who plays the girl that he meets. So it's the wow. same actress playing. So it's all this Oedipus. That's crazy. It's that's a crazy that's, movie. That's creepy. So that was that that yeah I, yeah that was definitely enough for me. That made your week. That's it. Yeah, right. that made my freaky seventies week. So well, check since, it out if that interests you. Since I had no game the last two weeks, I watched a ton of movies this week. All right. So you know. All right. Let's see. Okay. I watched one called Collision Earth. Just one of those. It it seems like that. Um, end of the world stuff is making a, a cheap movie B-movie resurgence. Oh, yeah. Like, there's tons of them on that Netflix streaming where it's, you know... And zombies. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's just... It never ends. Um, there's a ne- next one I watched was called Why Elvis? Um, kind of... More of uh, interviews of other people. Neighbors, friends, growing up. That kind of crap. Then I, then I watched Time Cop 2. Ugh. Yeah, that's right. You heard me right. The Time Cop... I guess they were trying to probably make it a, uh, a franchise, which mm, could have happened, but it didn't. Um, so time, Co- I could see, I could see Time Cop be easily being a franchise, um, just like Terminator and Red and Fast and the Furious. But I, I don't think it's getting any traction. Like I didn't even know Time Cop Two existed until I stumbled upon it. I was like, huh, you know. And I loved Time Cop. I, I loved the original Time Cop. So uh, then I watched one called The Creature. Uh, you know that one. The From the Black Lagoon? No, no, just the creature. Oh, creature. Yeah, is yeah. That, is that the uh, in space one? Yes, or yes, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was a, cr- that was a crazy movie. Oh yeah, Klaus Kinski's in that. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And then I watched one called uh, Oh, of course I watched uh, Once Upon a Time in the West. That's a long movie. Uh, it is, but I like it. I I dust that one off every now and then because I just it's a, it's a good movie. It's a fun movie. Uh, there's a lot I like about it. Um, let's see. Then I watched Tales from the Hood again. Again. <laughs> again. I know that word for word, but every now and then I dust that one off and just laugh. I think there's a movie com- that's out or coming out called Tales from the Barrio. I'm serious. No, I have it on. It's streaming. You do. It's on. I haven't <laughs> okay. watched it, but it's 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 streaming Netflix. And I yeah. keep going. I should watch that. And then something pulls me back. It's like, nah, don't don't yeah, watch don't that. Uh, but I should. I have to because if I if I love Tales from the Hood that much, Tales from the Barrio. Well, it's gotta be. Gotta be just good. <laughs> it's got. It's like that. What, what was that one movie, Repo Man, and and, and the sequel wasn't that oh good god. too? Oh my god! Repo Girl. I can't believe whatever. I only made Repo Girl. I only made it like four minutes into that. Like I, I I'm swear. I'm surprised you never used that for a versus movie. I don't know. It was so. Because you never finished watching it. I couldn't. I literally made it like a scene <laughs> and a half, and I'm like, we're done here. I'm done. This is. We're. This is no more of this. Uh, Goodbye. Uh, then I watched. I went back and watched Sin City. Um, uh, 
I hate. I have. A, I have a story about that. Okay. Oh uh, well. Um, this, this, this is the one where I was really hot on this movie. I liked it a lot when it came out. Um, and then I hadn't gone back to it for a long time, and I I watched this and I was like, I don't know how this is gonna go, and um, it was okay. Yeah. It's a lot hokier now than it was when it came out. When it came out, it was like so stylistic and cool, and oh my god, and the way they talked was so like retro noir kind noir kind of yeah. goofy you know and and i retro it, gnarly yeah and retro gnarly bro that's when the spikowski shows up with his checkered yeah. shoes and he's like i just ordered a pizza in the stand and then but um i still liked it i i didn't dislike it but it it, it is i can tell each time i watch this in my future it's gonna get a lot cheesier and i'm gonna it's gonna slip itself into that B cheeseball B movie, you know what I mean? Like even though that's not what it was, yeah. and when it was released, it was a uh, it was uh, it was pretty intense, a pretty good movie when it was released. Uh. But yeah, now it's you know. Uh, what, what's your story about it? I have one more after that. Oh, here, Go ahead. Uh, the last one. I I watched that Will Smith and Jaden Smith After Earth, uh. and I see why everyone hated it because I hated it too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> my. Sin City Story by Dr. Morbius. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it's like a, a t- fairy it's a tale. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a book report. Okay. Me and my friend years ago, when the movie came out, got free passes to go see it. So we're like, okay, well, it's free. Frank Miller joint. Frank it's Miller. Yeah. It's not that far away. You know, let's go see it. You <laughs> It'll know. be air conditioned. I don't have It'll to walk very far. Let's go watch it. Yeah. yeah, let's go watch it. So we get to the theater and it's packed. So we got to stand in this line. Okay, well, it's free, blah, blah. So when the movie starts, the line opens up. Everybody, gets, And all of a sudden we get to the front and they start frisking people. We're like, what? He goes... Um, yeah, we don't want any phones or any recording devices in here. And I'm like, are you kidding me? It's like, uh, whatever. So they're frisking us and all this stupid crap. I go, fine. We get in. We sit down. Okay, so when we sit down to watch the movies, we find out that it's hosted by a radio station. And they're having all these shenanigans and games for the movies. Oh, and we're going that. like, ugh. And then, to top it all off, to make it even worse, when we're sitting there... All of a sudden, to the to the left of my friend, to the right of my friend, two like fanboys. There was the only seats left, so they decided that they're gonna sit right there. And these two dumbasses decide that they're gonna start talking to each other right over us or whatever. Oh and my. we're like, not only do we have <laughs> idiots from the radio station, and then we got these two guys, and they're not constantly, but it's like, all of a sudden we're just sitting there, and all of a sudden one guy goes, "Hey, that looks cool." The other guy goes. Yeah, it does. You know, we're like, we're bombarded with all this garbage just to see this movie that we were like half-hearted went to see. So 45 minutes later, between the shenanigans and all this crap, they hadn't even shown the movie yet. And we're in the theater. We just left. So I just always had a bad, bad vibes about that movie. You should have just moved over and let them sit together. Should have, but it was just like, at at that point, it was like, we just, my friend and I just go... This just this this whole like <laughs> gimmick shit keep going on and on. If and I on. was Let's sitting there with one or two people and 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 people were split and talking over us, I think I would turn you, to one of them and, and be like, "Are you effing kidding me?" Yeah. And they would like go, "Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think this is gonna go really bad, really fast. I would, I would impart that in my tone. Like, yeah, I mean, it was just a combo of between the yeah, bad and that. You know, it was just like sometimes, you know, uh, sometimes when the mood you're in affects greatly yes, about a movie. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. I swear, I saw Beavis and Butthead do America in the theater, and I hadn't had enough sleep, and I was kind of, I don't know, think I was hungover, cranky. but I was, I was cranky and tired, and I hated it. And I knew I wouldn't have, because at that point, I was like, a, I loved Beavis and Butthead. Sure enough, I go back. I didn't pay. I didn't see it in the theater again. It came out on video, and I watched it. And I was like, "Oh, this is a, one of the. This was a hilarious movie. I thought it was so funny. I laughed a lot. I, it's great." And then I was like, "How much that affected it?" Yeah. I just left there point. going, "Meh." I was just tired, and and then that's when I like kind of hit me. I was like, "Well, when you're in a pissed off mood, don't waste your time." No. Have a drink. Yeah, or just or just go home and go to sleep or whatever. Yeah. Don't try and play guitar. Don't try and play video games. It's just gonna not work out because your body isn't don't working right. Don't do a right. podcast. Yeah. Don't do a podcast. <laughs> don't do anything after Adobe throws you into a hate rage. You know exactly. <laughs> so you go on an Adobe rant. <laughs> And let me tell you something. No, you have a monopoly, yeah, Adobe. Yeah. You have a monopoly, I say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're the number two monopoly behind the Big Apple. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. We're not even gonna go down that path. Well, uh, actually, there, there is another monopoly, and I don't care. It's in the comic book industry. There's basically one big distributor oh, called yeah. Diamond, and every there's other little ones, but they don't count. But really? Good luck. <laughs> good luck. It's good like luck. the WWE, and then other. Yeah, that's exactly the, it. That's exactly Diamond it. or other, other yeah you know, like you know minuscule other like, like oh i like might mail not get a, order i might not get a check and if i yeah. do it might bounce yeah, yeah i gotcha exactly. yeah, so. yeah it's well, crazy okay. well did you listen to anything cool this week let's go let's go oh yeah i forgot about that um wow i revisited um lincoln parks with the first one i ever got from him, which was reanimator and then I listened to that Menorah. Med- Medora? I, I don't Menorah? know the name. No, no, it's not Menorah. Menorah? For all our Jewish friends, Menorah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> sure, why not? And um, I, I really liked it. Uh, it. It's it's one, that's one where I play it. And I, they labeled it new, new Metal. That's not a genre to me. I don't believe in that. Like, I don't, that, that, they don't sound, for some reason they've taken especially on the internet I go on a lot of music sites I'll go on a, a guitar uh, guitar ultimate guitar forums and they have dissected every genre of music well, well they a hundred million times like there's scream core and angry core and they yeah, did a TV yeah. series about it. some guy did a TV show the history of metal and he did a whole hour thing on new metal it was Lincoln Park and them Limp and a few other and corn and stuff and corn yeah 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 and, that was it and I was like yeah, I mean, but just they have dissected everything so much that you're yeah. like, you're like, well, that's just rap. Oh, that's not rap, dude. That's horror hip hop house. Yeah. And you're like, what are these words you're saying? Stop that's saying horror hip core polka. <laughs> yeah, like stop saying words. It's either rap or country or metal or crap, you know, or whatever or opera. And 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 but there's like. I don't keep up with all the subdivisions of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like so, so I'm like I, it's, I'm an old coot, I guess. But whatever. And so I was listening to that one, and I, and I it it really took me back to to why I liked it. Like um, I have a lot of their stuff, and I listen to it sometimes. But one or two of them really, I really enjoy them. Hmm. So how about okay. you? Well, here's the thing about here's the thing about like Lincoln Park. <laughs> 
Oh, you're gonna hate on me for liking Linkin Park. I'm gonna hate a little bit. I'm gonna hate a little bit. I don't know all of their songs, but it just seemed like the two or three that I heard, it was kind of like the same song over and over again. It was like, you know, I worked so hard and took so long, and then it was worth nothing ever after or whatever, you know? It was so it's like, a story about real life. It, it was like a breakup song, basically. Because I work really hard, and, and I don't got shit to show for nothing. But so it was, Yeah, or, <laughs> but it was more like a breakup song, and I was just like, okay, and then they did another one that was like, and if the guy does the same... And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, ah, ah. And you're like, oh, okay, that's a style. All right. So, I mean, but I, like I said, I don't know all their music, but yeah. that's the stuff that I have heard. Oh, you it's kind of like the same thing. You me. wouldn't dig them. I mean, you, I, I don't thing. think there's anything that you would like on them. You know what I mean? Like, I like the hard rock and I like the metal. I don't care for the rap that much. But the singer's yeah. okay when he's singing, and he's okay when he's screaming too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it just, it just, the few songs that I heard just seemed like the same thing which you could say for a lot of other bands too yeah. so it'd just be a stylistic thing i always think of like um i guess new metal it, it gets that classification if it has like a million layers right that's one of the things that i i like old stripped down music like you know like acdc yeah, three yeah. chords and a dude yelling and that's it and, and and like black sabbath is a little bit deeper but like some of this stuff when you listen to the layers on it, like a Lincoln Park, or yeah, yeah, even yeah. like even like Slipknot, yeah, 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 there is so much going on in every song. There's probably like seventy layers of shit, oh, yeah, like where yeah. it's just like, I don't know, you, you, I can't even name it. Like there's a drummer, then there's then there's the scrap guy with the yeah. records, and then there's the music bed, then there's the bass, and there's three guitars, and then there's a guy yelling, and then there's a guy screaming, then yeah, there's a like guy a singing. Wall, you know, it's like it's almost like in the old days when Phil Spector had the wall of sound where they did the song. It's almost like they redid <laughs> the wall song, of sound. And it just there's just like it's just too much <laughs> after a while. Yeah, it's like oh oh, and then all of a sudden it calms down. You go okay, give me a break here. And it's like ah, yeah. you know. But the, but even like there's even sound effects in there. And, oh yeah, sure. Like and yeah. you're like oh, why People is the talking sc- why is the Skype that? startup in the middle of this song who knows no reason it's just there you yeah know. i mean it's the stripped down stuff that you know the lincoln park and new metal is effective in in its way mm-hmm. but the stripped down stuff is effective in its own way too like a sabbath oh, or a white zeppelin. stripes or, or, yeah or the white stripes because or even zeppelin and sabbath yeah. or white because it's simple but it's more to me anyway it's more powerful when it's just like basic but then oh, again it's, it's from my era you know but yeah. when Nowadays, you're used to hearing more stuff that's you like... You are used to hearing like tons of garbage. Yeah, tons of garbage. So that that's the stuff that gets to you, you know? Yeah, it sounds good. It doesn't sound... It doesn't dis- distract. No. The only reason I even listen to that stuff is because of when I used to edit the TV show. Yeah. I was pouring over every single minute note and layer. Yeah. And that kind of... It gave me a skill set. I actually like it. I like, you know, digging into music like that. But it's very hard. You know what happens too? It's nowadays you have un- you have Pro Tools and all that, so you have unlimited, you know, oh, cha- yeah. uh, unlimited of uh, you know channels, tracks, or tracks. Can- yeah. <laughs> Back then, when Led Zeppelin one was made, you had eight tracks, maybe sixteen. So you maybe. did with what you could. Maybe sixteen. Yeah, you know? maybe sixteen. If you mel- if you meld the two recorders together, you get sixteen. <laughs> I mean, hell, the Beatles. Uh, Sergeant Pepper was recorded on the, on a two four tracks put together or whatever. That's what I'm saying, yeah. You know, I mean, you can still do it, but nowadays you have so much at your disposal that of course you're gonna throw everything in oh, the yeah. kitchen sink in Some, it. Even sometimes, the, just again, sorry, frame of reference, my TV show. Sometimes I literally would have like thirty audio tracks. Oh my god! And this is a movie, a couple guys talking to microphones, but you would just you'd keep. Yeah, putting stuff in and making it funnier and making it better and it, and you know sometimes people walk in and be like, God damn, look at all this, 
what is all that crap? You know what I mean? Like, and I'd just be like, well, this is when he says this, and this is when I said this, and this is when I added the doorbell, and this is when yeah, the, like, yeah, the sound, yeah, yeah. you know, and you just start adding stuff because it makes it better and better, you know? Yeah, yeah. And no one even notices that crap. Now, like, it's you subliminal. Could, you, it really is subliminal. You could do that, and people would be like, I don't know. Uh, whatever. We were yeah. a 3 a.m. drunk or high show. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, exactly. It wasn't yeah. like I was making art, but I was, to yeah. me, you know? Yeah. All right, well, is that any, you got any music? Or are we gonna... Yeah, 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 I got some music. Um, I listened to this one thing. It's a, it's kind of an interesting release. I listened to it on YouTube, but I'm actually going to go out and buy it. I mean, uh, YouTube is a good place to sample things. Oh, yeah, listen Don't to necessarily, something. like, keep it, because it's not going to sound that great, but just to sample things. Um, it's 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 a weird thing that they actually released. It's it's Alex Chilton was in the box tops, big star, cult guy, one of my favorites or whatever. Uh, it's It's a concert that he did in New York in 97, but it, they basically released a bootleg of somebody who recorded the show, and it's called Electricity Bike. This is the opposite of ev- of all the technical stuff. This is recorded by somebody in the audience that had a microphone. It would have a microphone. Was it slash? Well, no, it wasn't, but it could have been. <laughs> but what happened, I think, on the show was that the power went out, so they were actually playing the music like like without mic without amplification but some guy in the audience was able to record it, it with so they his got it. Oh so God. they got this cool little show and you can hear the drums you can hear the guitar the vocals are a little low but it's just like and it's just a guy doing an acoustic versions of a bunch of like covers and a couple of original songs but it's kind of neat that they put it out because it's a different kind of show to do it was a show that was actually re- the only reason it was recorded was because somebody was in the audience. Just by dumb luck. By like dumb luck. Some guy. He had like, a battery in his thing, and he recorded it, but the power went and out. And then they found that guy, and then they were like, oh, my God, man, you captured it, something. It, it, it was it was something that had been floating around for a while, but I guess somebody, like you said, got a hold of it and said, hey, you know, let's release this. This sounds like a different That's awesome. kind of thing to do. So, yeah, Alex Chilton. It's called Electricity by Candlelight. Go out and get it. All right, cool. All right, we're going to drop in a uh, trailer, and then we'll be right back for our top tens. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. The sound you hear is dripping blood. This is the start of Black Sunday. Black Sunday comes but once every hundred years. On that day, the undead demons of hell rise to unleash an orgy of evil on the world. From Nikolaj Gogol's great classic, American International Pictures presents... Black Sunday, the most frightening motion picture you have ever seen. She was murdered 500 years ago. There in the barren waste that was her cemetery, they nailed the mask of Satan to her face. Not since Dracula stalked the earth has there been such an unspeakable day and night as Black Sunday. Black Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I was, I was. Oh, a great I, movie. We, yeah. we, we, we will watch that one day. It's a great one. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. So, what was our top ten list this week? Top ten worst actors. Yes. Now, Just of course, actors, not actresses. That'll yeah, be later. I, uh, at first, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown sent said we should do our top ten worst actors and actresses, and I was like, no, no, we're splitting this off. We're getting two out of this, and uh, we'll just do actors first. Now, of course. This is subjective. This is subjective, and a lot of the people on my list I hate just because I hate them. Not yes. not because they're not good actors or actress or actors, I should say, uh, just because I don't care for them. Oh, is, uh, Alec, is Alec Baldwin on your list? 
I think so. <laughs> All right, so because I missed him. Uh, you want? You want? Yeah, <laughs> I'll get him. You'll get him. <laughs> hey, you want to do? He'll get all angry. Yeah, I'll do it real quick. All right, quick. cool. And here is. It's not that I dislike these people. I just don't think they're good actors. But they they are uh-huh. movie stars and they carry movies. Yeah, you know, they they make money. Yeah. So what do I know? But anyway, we'll go through Steven Seagal of all the action. Well, not of all, but of the many action guys, he seems to be the one that's the most stone-faced and kind of like, you know, the only one boring. That, the only one that might be worse was that guy who, who was a who was it, Mark something or... Oh, you mean the, uh, the, the, oh, God, now you got me Too going. Tough to Die or something. He had one movie or one Jeff or two Jeff Speakman, the yeah, perfect weapon. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. Perfect weapon guy. <laughs> okay, the perfect weapon. He had no weapon. charisma. I'm sure he could kick a lot of ass, but... All right, well, Jeff Speakman there. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Keanu Reeves or Keanu Reeves. Keanu. Oh, uh, dude. I mean, he was in good in Bill and Ted's Great Adventure, and that's about it as far as I'm concerned. The, yeah. the, the surfer robber movie or whatever. A break, <laughs> point, break, break point. point. Yeah, point, I mean, break, you know, point. whatever. But everything else, he's just kind of like another one, stone face. I guess he, The Matrix was a good movie, but not because of him. You know? I, I think he's dim. Uh, like, I don't know. He, I, I don't he know he if it's just. A an, I was going to say, I don't know if he's an, if it's an actor or not, but. It'd be pretty hard to act that dim, like yeah. you know, uh, whatever. Number three, one of the smarmy guys, Ben oh. Affleck. <laughs> He's on my list. I hate that guy. He was. I was watching a movie the other night for whatever reason because I couldn't sleep. It was called Two Hundred Cigarettes, and he was like, a, "Oh, I started watching that. I was like, get just." I don't know. I couldn't sleep, so I watched it. I was hoping to see some, you know, female nudity, but there was none as far as I was concerned. So it was that. like. I, I made yeah. it like 20 minutes, and I'm like, whatever. Just yeah, go, go just back pretty... to the art house you were conceived in. And, and yeah, it was gone. a lot of Elvis Costello, whatever. <laughs> you know. Anyway, Ben Affleck. Oh, again, this guy can Mark Wahlberg. He hit movies. He was in well-received movies like uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, he was getting that, and he, <laughs> he was, was in, he, he was in Boogie Nights. He's yeah. the most successful. Well, not the most. I, I guess that would be Will Smith. He's one of the most successful like rap artists turned. Actor, actor. I mean, he he's really like. But there's okay. a. But then I said that there's a you know, ton of them. More than Vanilla Ice. Yeah, a bit more than him. Okay. But but right. th- but then I thought of that before I even finished my sentence. I'm like, okay, well, there's, uh, Ice T, Ice Cube. Like they have like almost all of them are in movies. So I can't say that he's the most successful. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, he's all right. And he like again, okay, in some movies, I didn't particularly care for Boogie Nights. I thought he was kind of like boring in it. Was a weird he he movie. there was one movie where he was kind of angry in. Where he was a stalker of some girl, and he was good in that because he was angry. He got good anger, but I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm gauging by how actors emote in these movies, and most of these guys don't emote much except maybe <laughs> anger. You know what I mean? It's like they're. One, it seems to me like anyway, they're one trick ponies. So, you know. Oh well, again, I forgot another superhero guy, Vin Diesel. You know, I just I, some of his movies are okay. I just mm. find them to be like boring. I'm one of the few people in the world that likes the the. Um Riddick. Riddick. They were I li- popular. I like the whole series. And he's making a new one. I know it's dumb and stupid. When I watch action movies, I have I have no consideration for reality. Exactly. You can just take that. I don't want to watch reality. I want to watch exactly. this insanity. That's why Expendables are so funny to me. Yeah, yeah. It's a cartoon. It's it's perfect. So stuff's blowing up. There's a motorcycle there. Why would that be there? Who cares? Just get <laughs> exactly. on. Get on and start shoot, shooting people. Who gives a shit? Just go. You know. People analyze those movies, and you're like, why would you analyze, like, Commando? You know what I mean? It's just a movie about hacking people up on yeah, an island. That's it. You know, that's go get it. Melissa Milano. But, but, but some of these guys actually try to make 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when they get in trouble. <laughs> they don't know their role. <laughs> uh, Ashton Kutcher, another one of the smarmy guys. Even though you like him in Dude, Where's My Car? Or oh, whatever. yeah. But he's good at playing an idiot. But I'm sure he's a nice guy in real life. And But he tried to act in a couple movies, and I only was able to get through about two minutes of them. Did you ever see a Butterfly Effect? No, but I heard that's a real bad one. It's not good. Okay. I watch it. I've watched it. But, yeah, it's it's. I don't know what to say about it. Go ahead. <laughs> The the king of the smarmies, little Tom Cruise, boy. He's he acts, my number one. He acts the same in every movie. He's he like, just picks it. Do I do I ride off in the sunset with a girl? Check. Am I the coolest dude in the yeah. whole world? Check. I'll take that movie. You know, he's like, oh. He, he's, he's definitely like a guy that has the little man disease where it's like the little guy who's cockier and bigger than everybody else. I and so much. Again, all these people might be fine people. Whatever. A lot of people love Tom Cruise. Oh, they do. And and females. I have to hide. I have to hide my insane hatred for him, <laughs> I because I it is to that level where I'm like I hate him so much. I hate everything he touches and does. <laughs> like every movie he's in, I'm just like it's hard for me to watch it. Like yeah. he made that one that's a, a sci-fi one, and I'm like I gotta watch this. But I don't want to watch this. I just know? remember Mission Impossible with all that. Oh, let me rip my mask off, and here's where I really am. I'm so like, Get cool, out of here. and you're like, oh yeah, you know, Ugh. bastard. Here's a forgotten guy. I guess he's forgotten. He hasn't done a movie in a while that I no, know. No, he's of in anyone. Expendables. Is he in Expendables? Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. well, he's... Dolph Dolph Lundgren. Probably his real name is Adolf Lundgren, <laughs> but you probably can't get too much work if your first name is Adolf. You know, <laughs> Rocky so, uh, Four. Yeah, I yeah. must break you. Yeah, he's 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 you know, and of course the. We mentioned him before, Will Smith. You know, it's like the Fresh Prince. There's a rapper. Yeah. There's two of them are ex rappers that kind of that. Is it a thing. trend? Who knows? Is it a trend? I don't know. Who's next? You know, but yeah, I don't know. He's just he's another smarmy guy. But I had to put an African American in just so I don't come off as a diversity. Racist. Yeah. Diversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diversity. And last but not least, the guy from Twilight, that stone faced jerk. He's like, I hate him so that much. I only watched I, 15 minutes. Of I him. didn't even look it up. That's how much you hate him. And that's my list. And I'm nice. To Stick it. to it. All right. All right. Very good list. Now, here's my list. Again, these aren't necessarily bad actors. These are just people I think I the, can't The stand. opinions and views of the... Of the <laughs> You're dusting off my King Don disclaimer, are you? <laughs> the opinions and views of the uh, of, of these two uh, maniacs are not necessarily... Uh, Those of any other reflect, human in the world. Uh, yeah. the opinions of any other people in the world. So and, and probably don't. Take it for what it is. Yeah, exactly. Sorry if we offended you. All comedy comes from pain. It does. That's the, that's the saying. It does. All right. So my first one, speaking of comedy or lack of, Tom Green. <laughs> uh, Tom it. Green hit the scene and, uh, wow, I'm, 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 a, rap- dis- I'm a rapper now. His show is kind of disgusting, the first when he ate worms and stuff like He was that. funny and then it just turned into, oh, why are you still here? You Freddie know? got fingered. Yeah, why are movie. you still here? Yeah, um, not, yeah, to, not surprising that he's on, this one's on my list, Rob Schneider. After uh, my yeah. after my Judge Dredd tirade about how much I hated him, I think it was per- perfectly clear. Rob Schneider, don't think he's funny. Um, just don't like him. A re- back for more, Ben Affleck. Yes. I wouldn't necessarily hate him because I don't think he's a terrible actor. It's just all the stuff that surrounds him, all the things you hear about him, how he's a big yeah. jerk, and all. You know, I just I don't like him at all. Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Yeah. LaBeouf. Yeah. Stay out of my Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> I don't want you there. More Transformers. Yeah, I don't care about Transformers. Uh, next one, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. He's a big jerk, huh? Yeah. He's, he's, he's all that in a bag of potato chips. Just ask him. 
Uh, Dane Cook. See, I just thought he was a comedian. I know he was acting. Yeah, he acts, and he his he acts just as well as his his comedy. Oh, I don't care for either. The first time I saw Dane Cook, I was like, "Oh, this guy's really funny." And the second time, I was like, "Oh my god, these are just same stale jokes." And and it's also just I don't know. His style is very uh, just long and drawn out and boring to me. I just don't like it. He so. was real famous, popular. For oh a yeah, while. yeah, yeah. Next on my list, Hugh Grant, <laughs> the big tooth guy from across the pond. Yeah, that's a jerk. You can go back. All right. Uh, again, as I said earlier, my number one really is Tom Cruise. Yes. The coolest of the cool. Just ask him. And then next, uh, Christian Bale, <laughs> the brooding, angriest Batman that ever walked the earth, and the broodingest, angriest Terminator guy that ever walked the earth, and he's yeah. just a little bit too much for Lighten me. Lighten up. You're like, hey, you can knock it down from 12 to about 8, yeah. and we'll be good. Yeah, we'll be good. We get it. You're really angry now, Batman. We we got it. We got that. That's Yeah, go ahead. Um, Russell Brand. Oh, God, that's a great one. I forgot about that tool. Oh, God, I don't care for him. Um, Is he an actor? I thought he was a comedian. Well, he's, he's an, an actor. actor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, they, they don't go away. Um, I put him on here. I don't know if I should even put him on here. Justin Bieber. Um, <laughs> Just that name. Well, the, I like at first I was like whatever. He was a. a Did he act? Yeah, he's he's in a couple movies. Oh, he is. Justin okay. loves Kelly or something. Like, there's a couple like oh. that were obviously cash grabs. I don't understand why. Okay, he he had his place and he that's fine and people loved him. I, I don't care if people liked his mu- music or not, you know. And that's not what's in for discussion. Does no one ever stop these stars and say you're obviously off the tracks here? You're, you've they lost your lose freaking, their job. you've lost your mind. You're a drug. You, you, every day there's in, you're in the papers for like doing bad things, not good things. Like, no one stops them and says well, obviously we, you've you've painted an Audi leopard print. You have to go somewhere for help. Like you know, they're gonna lose their job if they do. That's money. That's the that's the cash cow, man. Oh, they can't say it, huh? Uh-uh, I can't do it. Until you got enough money that you go, listen, man, I've already got a couple mil off you. You need to chill out, and then you'll get fired. Yeah, I guess. But he is. He's totally... He is the train wreck of the century. Like, you can see it coming, you know. All those... I don't know if he was a Disney kid, but all those Disney kids turn out yeah. to be train wrecks for a while, and then they then they straighten up or they die. Right. See, I actually think the Millie Cyrus thing, I think this is a, actually a very calculated... That's an act. And I think she's just breaking from that. Madonna yeah. did it a hundred times, so yeah. she's going to be the next Madonna, where she's like, now this is her crazy have sex and do drugs thing. Then she'll be like, oh, now I'm like the responsible, caring pop person. That she's trying to duplicate what Madonna did. Yeah, it's it's boring. What it is, doing. of course, it's but it's money, they, and they want money. Um, this one again, this is for his acting, not his directing. Uh, his directing's up for debate. Quentin Tarantino. I was going to put him in there, but I said, well, you know, he's he's acted a little bit, but he's more of known as a director, but he yeah, is but a terrible actor. Whenever he's on the screen, you're like, oh, man, just come on. He's good. I like his movies. We've talked about it, my love-hate for him for years. Um, but stay off. Stay, off, stay behind the camera. You're much better behind the camera. Then Sean Penn, just because he's a jerk, and then Macaulay Culkin, cause I just because I hate him. See, see, the only thing that Miley Cyrus can do at this point, and I'm not trying to give her any 
pointers or tips or any suggestions <laughs> is maybe like do some kind of sex tape, but maybe with non-humans. That's about it, man. I don't know. If I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how far she can go. That hasn't been done already. Yeah. You know how I about mean? not do that? <laughs> All right. What did we miss? What did you? What? Oh, what? We what, a lot. what on our list really angered you? Who cares? Don't even bother writing it. No one does. Yeah. All right. And we're gonna take a quick trailer break, and when we come back, we will be off. On a mystical, mystical, zen like, Bruce Lee inspired journey. With a surfer boy. Chew on that for a couple minutes, eh? Now, here's something we hope you'll really like. David Carradine. Roddy McDowell. Eli Wallach. Erica Creer. Jeff Cooper and Christopher Lee star in the adventure inspired by Bruce Lee. The adventure that breaks all tradition. Circle of Iron. Rated R. Hey, how about that? Our teaser trailer is actually what we're talking about. Wow, what a coincidence that's that a, is. That's a novel. Uh-oh. No, it's fine. I heard some clicking and buzzing, huh? Oh, that's because I moved the thing. Ah. Uh, so, yes, our topic du jour is Circle of Iron. What is Circle of Iron? That's a good question. That's a philosophical trip of fantasy and Zen Buddhism penned by James Coburn and... Uh, Sterling Siliphant. Sterling, I don't know who that is. And he's a, he's, I think he wrote another movie that the main guy And Grandmaster himself, yep. the dragon, Mr. Bruce Lee. Yep, yep, yep. This was written by those three guys, and um, but Bruce Lee passed away before he could play the lead role, which was obviously <laughs> taken a second time by David Carradine, David Carradine, his nemesis, <laughs> David Carradine. <laughs> Carradine took kung fu, right? Yeah, wasn't he sure up did. for that? Yeah, he sure and did. And then Carradine swooped in and got this, and they were like, "Huh." And it's probably a good thing that he did, because I don't know if Bruce, I, I guess Bruce Lee would have played the main character, not the. Uh, not David oh, Carradine's four. He would have you played chord. chord. Yeah, he would have uh, played chord. Yeah, I would think. I would think. Yeah. I think so. I don't think he could pull off the four. I don't either. In fact, I was kind of surprised that Carradine could. And then one, we'll get into the story in a second. But yes, um, I was surprised, and I, it got me to thinking, like maybe I don't give him enough credit for being a real actor. Carradine. Yeah. He he just kind of like, I think he was one of those guys that just maybe what's the word didn't. His persona maybe was a little bit bigger than his acting ability. You know what I mean? He was probably a good actor, but his personality was bigger than life. Yeah, it was bigger or, than life maybe, or at least his screen personality was always stuck in that cool guy, you yeah. know, uh, kung fu guy. I don't ever. I mean, he may have played like an idiot in some movies, but no, yeah, he's this played was like a within tough his guy. wheel. This was within was his wheelhouse, wheelhouse yeah. you know, for sure. I mean, his dad was John Carradine was a great actor. He was also a great B movie actor, and his brothers were actors too. But I think of all the Carradines besides his dad, and he was the John. he was the more John. He was the he was the the one that everybody's going to remember pretty much. Not Keith or or the other one that was in Robert, who was in uh, a, the nerd movie uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Even though that was a funny movie, <laughs> even though that I did not even movie. know that. Yeah, I didn't I, know there was any other Carradines between besides. Oh God, yeah, there was Keith John Carradine and, who did movies and he had a small singing career, and there was Robert who did a lot of acting and he was in Revenge of the Nerds, and then. There's the the woman, the girl who was in that movie we talked about before, 200 Cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I think her name is Martha Plimpton. She's a Carradine, except 
you know, it was she married or right. the, she, it was a sister and they had another name or whatever. She's a charity. Gotcha. So there's a bunch of them. There's yeah, maybe even cool. more for all I know. Yeah, who the hell knows? Yeah. Um, this movie is an ambitious movie. Uh-huh. Um, it was um, it was very seventies. Yes. This is one that is both um enhanced by being in the seventies and also it's detrimental that it was in the seventies. Uh, yeah. Um. It had a very it's this is basically a warrior's tale um, to seek enlightenment and enlightenment in this case is an actual physical object of a book that's supposed to answer everything and once a year these fighters go through a tournament the winner gives gets a medallion I'm just gonna kind of cliff note it here yeah, yeah, yeah. the medallion he t- goes on a journey there's he's given a few different tasks if he goes if he gets through that he gets to this island and he's given the book of enlightenment. That's it in a nutshell. What's bigger at play here is this is really about Zen philosophy. This is really about because um, and and they knew this going forward that this movie would not be translate, cri- well. translate well. It would not be critically acclaimed because I, I fancy myself a bit of a Zen philosopher in that I I read a lot of the, I read a lot of the books. I understand a lot about it. Um. It's really difficult for a Western mind to wrap itself around Zen philosophy. It's even difficult for an Eastern mind to. So we're just kind of not wired that way in our thinking, in our brains. We weren't brought up that way. That's not what all of our history books say is cool. So it's very... The, the stuff that's presented to us is a challenge to accept. It's a challenge to, to, to believe in. Well, I mean, yeah. in 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 seventies, like you know, me generation kind of terms, this movie is almost like it turns out at the end or whatever, however you interpret it, was it's almost like a quest to find oneself. You know what I mean? And man? It, that's what it is, and it's a quest for fire. Oh wait, no, that's a different movie. Yeah, it's a different movie. It's, a, <laughs> it's, it's a, like a it's like a searching to find me, even though you're not technically finding me. Right. You, you do at the end. Wow, dude. Yes. And that's, and that's the cheese factor of it. It is. And I, I tried to watch... Not tried to. I, I stumbled upon this movie a couple... Maybe a year ago. And I only saw one portion of it. And, and, I'm, and I'm glad we watched it because I saw on the bottom it says this movie expires December 1st on Netflix. So we watched it just in time. <laughs> Ding! Got Good it. Just, just under just the... Just in time. Just one under. week before it's gone. Wow. So, anyway. I did, where do you see that? I never... When I, when I went on the... Uh, when, I, when, I, when I watched it last night and this morning, at the very bottom right-hand... Cor- at the very bottom left-hand corner, it Think, says so a square. So they started saying when it they... It says expired. Okay. It's always said that. I've oh, caught it on a few other movies. I never saw it. But because we probably never saw movies that at the time were ready to expire. But this one was getting ready to go bye bye. Wow. Check week. the check the disclaimer. In a week, yeah. This movie is not valid with I any make other sure movie. You tag it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> rage No anyway. <laughs> So the uh, and I you know, I as I'm describing this I realize I'm kind of just describing lofty goals and yes. it's hard to talk about this movie. Um, I, I saw that one scene in the middle of nowhere and I, I stumbled upon it like this is a year ago and I'm watching it and um, they're in a desert in this caravan and David Carradine is wearing like a jeweled uh, bra as it were kind of like a chest piece that looks almost like a Victoria's Secret well, no, at jeweled first bra. He's, at first he's just a monk with the robes when he fights. I'm talking about when I kind of oh, stumbled upon it, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched a couple yeah. minutes of this this very 70s dude fighting it 
fighting David Carradine in a jeweled chest piece. Kind of like a village people thing yeah. going on there. And I, my, I turned my head like a dog might when a weird noise goes. <laughs> and I went, the hell am I watching? And I just clicked on to the next movie. And um, <laughs> that scene is very odd. But when now in this context, after pulling back, watching the entire thing, I didn't even know the name of it at that point. I just was like, oh, David Carradine's in this. The hell am I watching? Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. That after watching it in the context where I did the homework, I read about what this is because uh, I actually do my homework for this podcast. It was um. As opposed to the other one. Well, I, 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 I actually you think do homework for the other. I one. do a little bit, but not as much. And I was like, well, that's really interesting. So then I approached it with a different mindset, much like a Zen mindset. Yeah. Mass, yeah. yeah wow. See what I'm doing? I'm not doing that at all. Yeah. And it made sense, and it was okay. You know, and and then it started to make a lot more sense. You know, you're introduced to this hero, Cord. Cord, not a hero, I guess. Just he's a, it looks like almost like a barbarian kind of guy. Yeah, but he's he, searching, but he's searching for the truth. Yeah, and that this is set in fan. This is a fantasy movie. He's searching for the book of knowledge. Is yeah. what he's looking for. The yeah. kind that you can't get in college, as Sting would say. Right. And then he's he's played by Jeff Cooper, who was kind of a B movie guy. He did like a, he also did another superhero movie called Kali Man, and then he went on and did a lot of TV. He's not real well known. Yeah, I was watching this whole thing. I was like, where do I know this guy from? He's a TV guy, and he did a few features. Yeah. But he's not a real well known guy, and he's 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 adequate in this, but he it's kind of. I went to the Almighty um uh book what? book of knowledge about movies Black IMDb no IMDb, IMDb yeah, and okay. I clicked on it. I was like. I don't know this guy from anything. He just looks like a '70s guy, He's like, like a Stephanie Surfer dude. You that's know? what he was, you know. And yeah. I was very, I was admiring his wonderful six-pack abs because yeah. he was very. I mean, he's not big by today's standard, but he would be a perfect fighter. Yeah, very yeah. thin, long arms. He looked like a barbarian. Yeah, he, like Conan and, and they something. dressed him like a barbarian. Yeah, they did. Yeah, even though he didn't talk like a barbarian or he, he acted, he could fight. He, he was, was he was yeah. the model for on the side of those vans yeah, yeah, in the seventies. Yeah, he yeah. had like a big axe, and there was some chicks and some yeah, skulls exactly. around his yeah, feet. The, the Frazetta thing. Yeah, <laughs> except he's blonde, except dark hair. Yeah, yeah, no, he was. He so was. anyway, he wins. He makes it to the end of the fight. Um, and this is a very this is a really unique fighting thing. It was a standard Kumite crap, standard blood sport thing, um, but it was just kind of different, a little bit neater. You know, they they moved rocks down that were painted and stuff. It was kind of a funny. Y- and, and and Roddy McDowell was the grand master, the grand poopa. Yeah, and it was like Roddy McDowell. Okay, and you're like, no, what whatever. are you doing here? And um, the way they had it framed and the way they had it done, you could tell that this had been done for like centuries, not uh-huh. centuries, decades. Let's just say, like. Everything was worn in, like even where the, this this thing where they were moving the rocks down as the categories were going down, like each person was represented by a rock. It was just very like everything looked very weathered. It looked yes, it yes, looked yes. good. Yeah, and this is just set in. I don't know where this was filmed. It either. was filmed in in uh, Italy like a, or uh, Tahoe, Lake Tahoe oh, desert, okay. or maybe I don't even know where. Malta. I don't know wherever. No, it was filmed in California. I know, I'm just playing around. <laughs> <laughs> but there was one scene when they're on the beach. They could be like on Venice Beach for all you know with all. The, but it was uh, very deserted looking. It looked very in the middle of nowhere. And I you know. know what? I I know I didn't do my homework on the locations. They had some exotic locations, so maybe it Malta. was filmed somewhere else. I it's don't. Know. But I don't know. Doesn't matter. He he technically cord wins, but because he kind of cheated, the 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 grand poobah said no no I'm Roddy McDowell and the other guy wins. 
So Cord's like, you took, you picked the wrong man, stick it up your ass, I'm going to go anyway. And he's like, no, you can't, you don't have the medallion. He's like, well, watch me. So then he follows the guy that he beat, yeah. which was one of the funniest lines I've ever heard, and I want to put it on a t-shirt. It says, I took a hundred, I took a, uh, I took a, a vow of silence for, I forget how many years he said. Oh, okay. And the guy says, when did you break it? And he said, just now, why are you following me? <laughs> like, the guy was so enraged by this guy, by Cord following him, that he broke his vow of silence, which made me just laugh. I, I oh, yeah, yeah. That, that just, the, it that made me monk. just outright yeah, yeah. laugh. Like, he, this guy took a vow of silence, he was like, when did you break it? Just now, why are you following me? I just, I, I literally, like... If I would have been drinking coffee, I would have spit it out. Okay. Um, I don't even know why I thought it just is great. And as they're sitting there talking or taking a rest by a fountain, a blind monk with a bell on his toe carrying a wooden stick or a bamboo flute. staff with a flute in it. Uh, yeah. Kill Bill alert. Remember yeah. David Carradine when he sat there in the part two, opening part two, oh, Kill I Bill, think about that. and he had the long wooden flute. I didn't Guess where he got that? that? Uh, you know? That's where Q the, took it from. The Kill okay. Bill casserole uh, continues. Uh, so, yes. Um, so, okay. So, then they, as they're sitting there, they hear the blind man getting uh, fighting, and they're like, oh, no. Well, Cord runs in to help him. The other dude, like, now's my chance. See a jerk. He bolts out. Yeah. Cord's sitting there, and he thinks he's going to go to save the monk. Or He's not really a monk. I don't know what you'd call him. Like, uh, the, a the, wise the, man. The a blind, philosopher. Yeah, the, the blind, blind philosopher. Yeah, yeah. whatever. He's like David all Carradine. He's the all-knowing, you know. Carradine plays four roles in this. The yeah. main one is this, as the, the, the wandering blind kung fu master. Yes. Zatoichi, as it were, and um, and much to Court's surprise, he, uh, he's doing just fine. There's a whole bunch of bar- guys ch- circling him with various swords and and things with spikes on them, and he's dispatching them quickly and easily. Right. So, there you have it. Um, Cord does kill one guy who was going to silently kill him with. One guy was up on the top yeah. and was going to kill him, and Cord whips a throwing star and nails him between the eyes and. So he saved him, but by the time he even came down to say, I saved you, the wandering monk was gone. Right, right. I'm just going to call him the wandering monk. I don't care what he is. And um, a wandering teacher. And that's the end of it. But then he catches up with him again later and starts asking him questions. And he's like, oh, you should be you should be my teacher. And the guy's just sitting And in the meantime, the other guy had gotten killed. Oh, that's... R- no, 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 that's not yet. Oh, it was he, right after Yeah, that. it was right yeah, after yeah, this okay. because... Cord finds the blind teacher and he's like, "Oh, you, you know, you, you should you should teach me." And he's like, "Uh, he's like, nah, I don't really want to do that." And as they're walking, the surfer dude is kind of Cord, the surfer guy, is like chatty Kathy. He yeah, doesn't yeah, shut yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, right. He why why why? He's like a petulant two year old, petulant four year old, yeah. And um, and the Carradine is playing Carradine, who's like walks quietly. Don't ask so many questions. They get to a monkey guy, and and he keeps yeah. turning and turning and turning, and he frustrates the monkey, and the monkey runs off. Now these are um, these are grade Z monkey people. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's say that Cord is his his whole thing is he's looking for the book of knowledge. Right. That's the point of his quest, his search. He wants to get through all the different obstacles to reach the book of knowledge. Then he'll be super Cord. Exactly. And no, that's not true. Yeah. Um. So he and then he 
so Carradine teaches them how to beat the monkey, which then later they stumble upon the other guy, yeah, that's the, the, that's the right. winner with the medallion. He dies, and he says, actually, he says, help me die a noble death. Cord helps him uh, commit seppuku, and uh, then takes the medallion. He's like, okay, now I'm the guy that's looking for... What's the guy? Zedith? Zetar? Yeah, yeah, Zontar. I don't know. Zetar. Zetar, because I always thought of Guitar. So Zetar. He's like, I'm going to go look for Zetar, and I'm going to get the thing now, and that's the stuff. And then he's like, oh, my first challenge is this Monkey King, played by David Carradine. Carradine has four guys in this. The first one you meet is the, the blind teacher. The second one is a very arrogant Monkey King. Now, the Monkey, when he was in the Monkey thing he was effective it was a creepy looking it was makeup I, in fact i didn't even and, know it was him at and first. he was doing a good job like doing the monkey moves and moving yeah, around yeah. or whatever he was good in that, in that part so because of what he taught him he won he didn't kill him but he won yeah and the guy was like okay you win go so he moves on and we're gonna so then the second one um he's traveling and he he and throughout this whole thing he kind of, kind of meets the blind teacher leaves the blind teacher meets the blind teacher leaves the blind teacher as i guess you would on a Quest, quest on a journey or quest yeah. then he comes upon the middle this is where we get to the uh, the, the traveling caravan yes right? yes exactly and this right. was a with this was one of those where i said i checked out the first time i saw it because out of context it's just a very odd thing it's a caravan in the middle of a desert in the at, a, at an oasis a very opulent david carradine plays like Ching Chow, no, not yeah, Ching Chow, right. like Ching Sao. Ching Sao. Or, it looks like Genghis Khan or it, something. Yeah, he is know. a Genghis Khan character, and he's playing up to the T. Yes, yes. And yeah, uh, he yeah. dispatches of a gigantic black African guy American who dude. should have been Jim Kelly. Yeah, but the but guy, they probably had, couldn't get that him. That other guy, the black guy, had a medal too, so he was in the quest too. Yeah, he was, it, it wasn't just one questing guy. Yeah, it becomes apparent that there's a lot of them. Yes, yes. There's a lot of these people doing this quest, and it's also apparent that these t- these trials are quite good at dispatching them. Yes. yes because exactly. um, they all have multiple medals. If you look around the areas of like where the Monkey King was or of, or of, of Carradine in the, in the caravan, there's plenty of those medallions. Mm-hmm. Almost like some stuff is made out of the medallions because they've dispatched so many people on the quest. Right. Um, which again, philosophically, you're talking about how many people try Buddhism, try Zen Buddhism, try med- meditation and just fall off. Most people can't do it. And that's what this is representative of. He says, I want to fight you. Carradine beats up the black guy. Then he says, well, I'll fight you, Cord, but not tonight. Here's one of my wives. Take her. Cord is a a year long into a celibacy uh, thing. So, of course, they make love. And then he says, I want you to marry me. (laughs) Or whatever. Not He doesn't say marry me, but stay with me. She offers to go with him on. She offers to help him. And then, of course, you know, after they have their fun, they go to sleep. And then the next scene is Cord waking up in the middle of the desert. This is awesome. This is so bizarre. And she's, like, crucified on this yeah. this, cross, this X-shaped cross or whatever. And it was like, I guess, you know, that was the test, you know. And he, he, and he I, failed that one or something. That's the thing I don't, I mean, well, he said the second quest was actually a lesson. Yes. To, oh, that's to, right. to the that's teacher, right. lesson, yeah. which I get it, but this is kind of one of the part. This is the part where it's kind of a cul-de-sac of like, why did we do this? Yeah. What, I don't understand this part of it, and I've tried to go through it in my head a couple times, like logically saying, 
what what is this to the to the story? What did this do or give? Yeah, and what was taught there? Was it like that you don't shouldn't love anything because it'll get taken away? You well, no, no, no. You know what he did? He said something about he did say something about it. it was like some kind of like you know you can't possess something that you love. You know, it's either there you, or it isn't there or some kind okay. of. Okay. Or oh, he said you cannot even know yourself. How could you possess someone else? Yes, exactly. Something. That's the philosophy. And, and that's that's the Zen philosophy. And you're like, okay, I guess. And then he then he teams up with the teacher. Uh, some they go across a boat, and he talks about this guy will be happy when he's dead. Cause well, he well, be, his before wife. that, the weirdest one, what the one with Eli Wallach, and when he was boiling his, <laughs> Tuco. Uh, hey, blonde. Yeah, from good to bad in the eye. Oh my God, yeah. I, that one kind of struck me as weird. It was like, well, I don't want to be like, you know, uh, consumed by sex, so I'm gonna like b- b- boil off my yeah. bottom parts. We meet Chuko. Chuko, right? Yeah, something from, like Chuko that. from uh, Eli the good, from the, good the bad, bad and the ugly, ugly and which is like, he's man. the one that always goes, hey, blonde. Yeah, blondie. Hey, yeah. blondie. Um, yeah, he's great. And he's very different in this. He, you know, you can. There's a difference between that character and this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's in this vat of oil, and he's trying to dissolve his legs and his uh, penis because he doesn't want to be tempted by that anymore. Yeah. Well. In a vat of oil, and you're like, okay, that doesn't go anywhere, but okay. Yeah. It's very odd. That was actually before the caravan. Yeah, it was bad. That was kind of like yeah. his thing that don't be tempted by your, you know. Yeah, that was kind of like, it, it was a very strange, stark but it was, scene. It, yeah, but it was like kind of like a precursor to that scene. That's right. So after the caravan thing, he like, he ends up walking around and he, and he hooks up back with, with the uh, teacher. Yeah. With the teacher. Then they, they, they dispatched the marauders and this went on a little bit too long. And that for was my another taste. lesson too. Yeah, this is a lesson. The, 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 the cord promises not to question things. <laughs> yeah. The teacher does some very odd things. When they cross the river in a boat that was lent to them, he kicks the sides out. Um, not Cord, the teacher. Then they're running around fighting these horses, and he's re- he's trying to rebuild this wall of stone as they're trying to get beat up, or, or trying to get killed, I mean. Right. And then he does a third thing. Oh, he tags that... Snar- tags that little kid, that, he, little, that little snarky kid. There's a or snarky whatever. kid, and he backhand... He pimp slaps him... And breaks his face. Yeah, he uglies him up real good. And this yeah, is a kid. The kid like snaps his finger at him. Yeah. And he, he puts his pimp hand back strong. Yeah, and he yeah, actually yeah. holds it for a minute. And he whips it across the kid's face and just lays his nose over. <laughs> and then Cord's like, why did you do all that stuff? You you know, you, you're whatever. And, and he goes, why would you kick? And he said, you broke your promise. You said you wouldn't ask. And here you are asking. And he's like, well, I'm, not, I'm, le- well, I'm leaving you. So I'm not, I'm not breaking my promise. So tell me why. And then he's like, I knew that I broke the boat out so the the bandits wouldn't get across the river. I I rebuilt the thing because there was money in the wall that would have been discovered by the bandits, and I broke that kid's nose because he was enslaving his parents with his beauty and being a prick. And he was gonna be end up becoming a tyrant. Yeah, he's gonna be a future. tyrant. And then Cor says, "How did you know that?" And he goes, "Like, have you been here many times?" So again, it's a like like a, a you know, it's almost like. That lesson has been imparted to other people, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> it was and like, it's funny because then Carradine slaps him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. he goes, how, how many, you've been here before. And he slaps him on the face and he goes, how many times? And yeah, he left. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And it was kind of funny and it was interesting. That was one that made you stop and think, if you let this movie, it really makes you think about stuff. If it, you can get through the cheese factor somewhat. And I, I would encourage you do. 
yeah. you should yeah, get you to should, it. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's a. There's a lot to learn from this movie. You can tell, as with most other things in his life, Bruce Lee put a lot of thought and care into his every action and 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 the stuff, the underlying themes of it. This wasn't a throwaway movie. It's cheeseball because of what it is, but yeah. Well, quickly he's laying there. Then he's visited visited by Death, who is just this Black Panther. It's it's like a dream. Yeah, something. it's like a dream kind of thing. Real trippy. And that's Carradine again. Yeah, that's Carradine again, and he ties a toad to a stick. Or yeah, to a to a rock for some reason. Yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever. And it was a very odd thing. Actually, the most messed up part of this movie that I thought was when it was earlier on, and when they're like, or maybe it was around this time when they're by the lake, and Carradine just grabs a fish, and then he like rips it in half. That was just disgusting. Eat it. Yeah. it was like poor fish. He's like rips the fish in half. He's like, here's your sushi. He doesn't uh, say that, but he should have. Uh, that was anyway, funny. Anyway, yeah. Oh, what he said, oh, to... what the hell did he say? He goes, you know, a fish saved my life once. And the guy goes, "How?" He goes, "I, I ate, ate it." it. <laughs> so funny. It was a very funny, and I'm sure that's a, that's another you know saying. Anyway. Um. So oh, then yeah. finally, Cord catches up with the caravan. Yep. 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 Culmination of everything. Now it's time, and uh, the, it's funny because the guy goes, "Same cord," and he goes, "Not the same, different." And then uh, he goes, well, "Instead of fighting me, why don't you take my hand and I'll show you like really crazy stuff? We'll you know travel in the caravan." He goes, nah, I'm going to go for the book. And, um, uh, <laughs> paraphrasing. And, <laughs> yeah. and then he, then he starts fighting him, but he doesn't, they, they, they best each other a little bit here, back and forth, back and forth. And at some point, Carradine starts, tri- or the cord starts tripping out and Carradine starts becoming the other people. Mm-hmm. So now he's fighting all four of them. Right. And that's where he kind of gains the knowledge of, oh, you know, these are all just parts of this one lesson. And they stop fighting. After they get it, they they go back and forth a little bit, back and forth a little bit. And he's like, ah, you know, they just kind of like embrace. They not embrace. They they put their hand on each other's shoulder and say, you know, you're you've learned a lot, and now you're ready. You're the chosen one. A boat that looks like a peacock shows up. He goes across, and then he he says, hey, give me that book. From Christopher Lee. He's the uh, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. He's is he's like Zantar or Zentar or whatever. Yeah, it is. Zentar. Yeah, yeah and, and then co- he's gonna he he's getting ready to give be given the book of. You know, and it's almost like Christopher Lee wants him to take oh, over. Oh, dude, he's like, no, don't look at that and stay here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay here and guard the book, you know? Because yep. I'm tired of this responsibility of doing he this crap. T- he, and he starts talking about how every year all these warriors come yeah, and they yeah. want to read the Book of Knowledge. But if you don't read the Book of Knowledge, you can take my place and live in peace and harmony. Yeah. So that tells me Christopher Lee was a fighter, a warrior just yeah, like him. Yeah. And now he's trapped in this world of peace. Uh-huh. And that made me think of a weapon not fired is a sad life, you know. Like uh-huh. if you're if you're a sword, you're made to cut. If you're a gun, you're made to shoot. If you're a warrior, you're made to kill. And if right. you're put to pasture, that's worse than hell. Yeah, you're up So right. that's what that guy is cuz he was really doing the hard sell like, dude, this is great here. You could do that and then I'll leave on the peacock boat. And just go teacher, whatever, you know. Well, under under that idea, if you're Rob Schneider, are you meant to act? No, you're meant to seppuku. Not, okay. <laughs> you're meant to you're meant to commit seppuku and free okay. the world of your horror. All right. Anyway. That's so sad, and I, that was a little rough, wasn't that it? Was, that was rough. Rob's not Sorry. that bad. Sorry. Yeah, he isn't that bad. I shouldn't be so. Mean. So anyway, he he decides to look at the book of knowledge and and then boom, Kung Fu Panda Part Two. Yep. There you go. Scroll of knowledge. What was Kung Fu Panda's scroll of knowledge? It was a reflective piece, oh, except yeah. except instead of a scroll, this was a wet leather bound multi-page mirror. Yeah. Heavy man, heavy bro, 
heavy, heavy, so, heavy so stuff. basically that's you know all knowledge is you it's within yeah, you yeah yeah and he's like and then he stands up and he's like well see ya and he's like yep some people have become teachers and he goes oh yeah a teacher that's that guy some have gone back and just said nothing and that's it and then and he meets and meets up again with um he meets up again with Car- the blind teacher and he's not blind anymore at the end i don't think i don't know if he is or not but they start dancing and and he passes he hands the, uh, yeah he hands the flute to that guy this is your turn now buddy and then the five deadly venoms go in and they shoot up the church and kill the bride but they don't kill the bride cuz the bullet just puts her in a coma for a while different movie right that's the casserole of other movies. Yes. <laughs> I actually want to go back. I would like to. I'm. I, I. I'm on the. I have a hypothesis that I could recreate Kill Bill from. Ev- I could take every single. Se- I could take every single section of that movie and find it somewhere else, and I want to piece it together so it's just the collage of movies, and it would be the exact same. Everything. That the exact would be, same. That would be a feat. That could get you an award. I. I can guarantee. I can at least sixty percent right now. Yeah, well, the airplane scene for sure. I, I like Goku. Like I could get sixty percent of that movie just with what I have in my closet over there. Right. I guarantee it. Well, it'll be on. It'll be on YouTube one day. It'll never be on YouTube. That's I'm so lazy. All right, we're way over. We're like fifteen minutes over. Over, man. Over. What do you give this movie, and what, and what are you thinking? <sighs> I'll give it a seven point five for trying. <laughs> and like uh, it, it. I mean, I liked it. I mean, it didn't change my life. I mean, the ending was kind of like I kind of predicted it in a oh, way. Yeah. But I mean, it was it was trying to do something, and it did a lot of unexpected things. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. always good in a movie when you don't, when you get something that you don't expect, whether it's good or bad. It's at least it's something that somebody was trying to do something more than just like give you Turn just the cheese. same old movie. You know? Yeah. I'm gonna actually. I, I would. I was gonna go a nine, but I'll do an eight point five. Um, pretty good kung fu movie, but it's not really a kung fu movie. There's not a lot of. I mean, fighting they, the fighting was. I mean, Dick Carradine's okay, but he's no. You know. Yeah, exactly. This isn't an action movie. Yeah. Any movie that I have admiration for, any movie that makes me think and contemplate, and like really dissect what I'm watching more than just here's a movie. Yeah. And this does this a great deal. The only thing that I think it suffers in. Like I said, it, it it both benefits and suffers from being a 70s movie. It's very funky, and I was surprised the dude wasn't wearing bell-bottoms as he walked around. Yeah, there you go. Which is the funky cool part. Bad part is the special effects. Yeah. Um, The monkey man and the death would be much... And that part where the collage of him fighting all of them would be a very grandiose, dare I say, CG event. Spectacular. And it yeah. would look very good, comparatively. Um, yeah. I don't mind that kind of stuff. Where you, what, the movies we watch, I'm used to it. But the bad part is you'd probably get Keanu Reeves in the lead, so that would <laughs> that would right be there. the bad part. And then Tom Cruise would be the teacher because I'm Tom exactly. Cruise, yeah. and then yeah, oh, and go. it would cost a hundred million dollars, uh-huh. and it would suck. So take it for what it is and enjoy it for what it is, and please don't remake it. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, leave the soul in it. All right, well that's it. I would suggest go out and get it. Um, get it. Uh, it's on Netflix for another week, so get there fast. I did find Future World in Blu-ray for 14 bucks. Oh, you did? Oh, I'm, cool. I haven't bought it. I'm contemplating the buy. Right. If it was a Blu-ray with both Westworld and Future World on it, it would be sitting in my house a, right there's now. There's probably a DVD with both of them. I know. And what's the point of getting a Blu-ray? It's not like it'd be like, oh, wow. You know. yeah. Whatever. All right. We'll see you guys next week. We hope you enjoyed the show.